investors to seek better returns elsewhere. Ronald Wan, a Hong Kong money manager who was on the boards of numerous state-owned enterprises in mainland China, said that pessimism was becoming the consensus. Among the companies I have been in contact with, he said, all of them have the intention of moving money out of the country. In this environment, many banks and economists expect another sharp devaluation this spring. But the Chinese government has denounced predictions of any further erosion of the renminbi. The People's Daily, the state-owned newspaper, in late January criticized George Soros, the billionaire trader known for big currency bets, after he questioned Chinese policies. When they came out to attack Soros, to me, that was the strongest signal that they will do whatever they can not to make Soros and other hedge fund managers too rich, said Weijian Shan, chief executive of PAG, a private equity firm based in Hong Kong that manages $15 billion. The government's next move, in part, will depend on whether it can stem the outflows or at least slow them significantly. And in China, it is a bit of a cat-and-mouse game. Individuals can move $50,000 a year across China's borders. Companies and sophisticated investors have more freedom to send out money legally for big-ticket purchases and investments. Overseas and domestic companies, which maintain bank accounts in various currencies, can also shift their cash, as well as borrow based on which currency they think will fall in value. But unofficial methods abound. Companies have inflated trade invoices to keep more profits outside the country, although Chinese authorities have cracked down on the practice. Rain described doing market research with a wealthy woman in Shanghai who changed $7 million this winter from renminbi into dollars by using 140 relatives, friends, and even friends' relatives who each carried $50,000 apiece. The government, though, is trying to cut off some routes. Two years ago, the government gave permission for insurers to invest 15% of their assets overseas, up from 1.5%. But China abruptly told insurers this winter to suspend many of their overseas plans, according to Hong Kong financiers. Beijing has restricted the withdrawal of renminbi from overseas branches of Chinese banks. In Shenzhen, banks have begun requiring that residents make reservations up to a week in advance if they want to change the daily maximum of $10,000 worth of Chinese currency into dollars. In January, Tso Tai a hospital worker from east-central China, caught an early morning flight to buy a $50,000 life insurance policy in Hong Kong. Scores of Chinese customers have been doing the same to get money out of the country since the policy is bought in renminbi and can be cashed out in U.S. dollars. The buying power of the renminbi keeps dropping, so said. I feel that China's leaders will have no choice but to devalue the renminbi. So acted in the nick of time, because the government is now pushing back. UnionPay International, a government-controlled bank card company, recently announced that it would start strictly enforcing a pre-existing but widely ignored limit on overseas insurance purchases of $5,000 a year per card.